Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Yeshua means Yehovah is salvation. Yehovah's Yeshua, his attributes, his acts, his name, can be found within the Torah when we study the scriptures. The same scriptures that some have believed to be old and replaced by the new. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Today we want to share with you some of the truths we found in the Torah that give hints about our Yeshua. And they re-emphasize that the, quote, Old Testament is the scripture spoken of in 2 Timothy 3.16. Amen. To our listeners, you can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com as well as on Facebook, Twitter, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Pandora, Tumblr, and YouTube. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. A big shout out also to our listeners in Texas and Canada. Amen. You know, in last week's podcast, we extended an invitation and a prayer request We'd like to do that again here, if that's okay. At Red Pill Torah, our mission is simple. We are calling believers in the Elohim of Israel, from faith in man-made institutions to simply following Elohim's instructions. My brother is a bishop, a pastor of pastors in the Christian church. He announced that he wanted to host a virtual Seder service to celebrate Elohim's Passover, and he wanted me to lead it. The idea grew to include invitations to other pastors and believers, including the senior elder at the Messianic Jewish Synagogue that Miss and I attend. The target date for the Seder is Saturday, March 27th. It will start at sometime around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it will be hosted on Zoom. We envision having the clergy share opportunities to lead parts of the Seder with everyone participating on Zoom from wherever they are. Mm -hmm. Before the Seder, we also envision hosting a preparatory event. Some believers may have never been a part of a Seder. We will discuss practical points like what foods to have on hand and the Bible foundation about why we celebrate the Passover. This may be a good opportunity to invite people with whom you've been sharing the Torah. It is also a great opportunity to awaken believers to God's instructions and His calendar, the mission of Red Pill Torah. Also, we see joint fellowship between Christian pastors and Messianic Jewish believers as an answer to prayers and a fulfillment of Jehovah's will for us. Amen. So we want to invite you to be in the service with us from wherever you are in the world. If you want to join in, please email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com We will gladly send you the Zoom link and the other relevant details. If you are already booked for Pesach, please remember us in prayer. If you know of believers who may want to be a part of this slice of history in the making, then please have them get in touch with us. Miss and I are so grateful to Yehovah for this opportunity to serve Him, and we're grateful to our brother for the wonderful idea and the assignment. Now, there's a lot to do to prepare So please remember us in your prayers. Again, the target date is Saturday, March 27th. We're expecting the Ruach HaKodesh to meet us and to speak to all of us. 
As we enter into this next moed, which means season or appointed time, my thoughts go to Yeshua, who he is to me. There are so many pictures of Yeshua in the Bible. The more we search the scriptures, the more we see Yeshua HaMashiach, or the Messiah. The Torah portions from last week and this week are full of Yeshua. This week, we want to talk about two in particular that are hidden in the scriptures. In Exodus 31, starting at verse 1, we read, Yehovah said to Moshe, I have singled out Bitzael, the son of Ori, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehuda, or Judah. I have filled him with the spirit of Elohim, with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge concerning every kind of craftsmanship. He is a master of design in gold, silver, bronze, cutting precious stones to be set, wood carving, and every other craft. I have also appointed as his assistant Aholiav, the son of Akisamach, of the tribe of Dan. Moreover, I have endowed all of the craftsmen with the wisdom to make everything I have ordered you, a tent of meeting, the Ark of the Testament, the Ark cover above it, all the furnishings of the tent, the table and its utensils, the pure menorah and all its utensils, the incense altar, the altar for burning offerings and all its utensils, the basin and its base, the garments for officiating, the holy garments for Aaron the Cohen, and the garments for his sons, so that they can serve in the office of Cohen, the anointing oils, and the incense of aromatic spices for the holy place. They are to make everything just as I have ordered you. We see these same master builders named in Exodus 35. Starting at verse 30, Moshe said to the people of Israel, See, Yehovah has singled out Bitzalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehuda. He has filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge concerning every kind of artisanry. He is a master of design in gold, silver, bronze, cutting precious stones to be set, wood carving, and every other craft. Yehovah has also given him an Oholiav, the son of Akisamach, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. He has filled them with the skill needed for every kind of work, whether done by an artisan, a designer, an embroiderer, using blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, or a weaver. They have the skill for every kind of work and design. Bitzalel and Oholiav were the men Elohim specifically called out for this work. Dad, the first pictures of Yeshua we see are hidden in the name and story of Bitzael. His name means in the shadow of Elohim. He is the son of Ori, whose father is Hur. This is the Hur who was already seen in Exodus 17, along with Moshe and Aaron at the top of a hill during the battle with Amalek. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He was also mentioned in Exodus 24 as being left in charge of the camp along with Aaron when Moshe ascended the mountain to receive the law. According to the Jewish historian Josephus, 
Her was directly related to Miriam, the sister of Moshe. That would make Bitzel a relative of Moshe. Jewish historians also say that Bitzalel was only 13 years old at the time he was appointed to lead this effort. Now, he had a huge job serving as the chief artisan slash master builder of the tabernacle. To accomplish his mission, Bitzalel was endowed with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding by Elohim. Aholiav's name has a profound meaning as well. Basically, Ohal means tent. The deeper meaning is a place where minds meet and thoughts are exchanged, like a community cultural center. Av means father. When you put these words together, you get the meaning of Aholiav's name, the father's tent where there is a meeting of the minds. That is a great functional description of what these men were building. A tent for the Father, a tent of meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much more to the scriptures when we read them from a Hebrew perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to keep count of all the pictures of Yeshua the Messiah. Here's another picture related to Bitzalel. And we see it referenced in Isaiah 11. Starting at verse 1, this messianic prophecy says... But a branch will emerge from the trunk of Jesse. A shoot will grow from his roots. The spirit of Yehovah will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and fearing Yehovah. He will be inspired by fearing Yehovah. He will not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear but he will judge the impoverished justly. He will decide fairly for the humble of the land. He will strike the land with a rod from his mouth and slay the wicked with a breath from his lips. Justice will be the belt around his waist, faithfulness the sash around his hips. I see the picture, Dad. We read in Exodus 35, verse 31, The Elohim has filled Bitzalel with the spirit of Elohim, with wisdom and understanding and knowledge concerning every kind of craftsmanship. His divine impartation of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is like the prophecy you just read. To be only 13 years old, a former slave, and capable of building such an elaborate, beautiful structure that could be disassembled and transported, suggests some divine enablement for sure. Uh, Here's another picture of Yeshua. Mm -hmm. I would say that Moshe's ability to accurately write down the images and patterns shown by Yehovah was divinely enabled. Okay. Mm -hmm. Likewise, the way Bitzalel took the instructions of Elohim from Moshe and made the written instructions real and tangible, that was divinely empowered by Elohim. Mm, I'm with you. And this is a picture of Yeshua, who took the written word of Elohim, the Torah, and lived them in a way that Elohim's instructions were made tangible for everyone to see, back then and now. Hey, right on, Mama. Yeshua came to live the Torah in its fullness, putting shoe leather in the instructions of Elohim. Mm -hmm. This is the deeper meaning of Yeshua's coming to fulfill the law, to fill it full of meaning. 
revealing the true and richer meanings that are available to us if we're willing to dig just a little. The fulfilled meaning of the Torah is the expression of the love of Yehovah. This is why the greatest commandment is to love Yehovah, and the second is to love our neighbor as ourselves. People who read judgment, rigidity, and wrath into the Torah need to learn the drachim, or the ways of Yehovah. And I get that from Psalms 95, verse 10, and Hebrews chapter 3, verse 10. But uh, more on that in a future podcast. Okay. Dad, here's another picture of Yeshua. Okay. Remember the meaning of Aholiav's name? The Father's tent where there is a meeting of the minds? Mm-hmm. Our Messiah is the embodiment of where we go to meet minds with the Father because he is the expressed image and will of the Father. Isaiah 1, verses 16 and 17 record Elohim's call to Israel. He basically urged them to follow the Torah, his instructions, by putting away evil, seeking judgment, and supporting the disenfranchised. In verse 18, Elohim says, Come on, now let's reason together. Even if your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. Even if they are red as crimson, they will be like wool. Yeshua the Messiah is who we must approach to meet the Father. When we accept his terms, our sin problems can be washed away. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and disregard the pictures of Yeshua the Messiah that are woven throughout the Torah? Or would you take the red pill and dig deeper into the word of Elohim, accepting what he has to say to you in his written word? Only you can answer that question. Knowing the extent to which the tabernacle and even the people involved give us pictures of Yeshua the Messiah, maybe we should be less likely to think that the Old Testament is done away with or that it symbolizes a time of judgment, wrath, and absence of grace. Amen, Mama. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please go back and listen again to what was shared and talk about it with family and friends. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth.